Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Praise the Lord. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it lists what we would call the gifts of the Spirit, or more accurately, the manifestations of the Spirit. These are nine ways, not the only ways, but the primary ways that the Holy Spirit manifests Himself. And one of those, it's called the working of miracles, but another one is called the gifts of healings. The gifts of healing, not the gift, the gifts of healing. Meaning this, there's a gift for every sickness that deals with every sickness. And so we have demonstration of that when Philip, the evangelist, when he was in one city that it listed the different conditions that were healed under his ministry. He had particular gifts for each one of that. There's a gift for every sickness and disease. The medical industry will tell you that every sickness and every disease falls under one of 39 categories. There's 39 categories that every sickness and disease is cataloged under. And Jesus took 39 stripes for every single, every single one of those. Amen. And um, there are particular gifts that God has given to us in this ministry that we get results in that. There's an endowment. It's a gift. And uh, for a good part of today, that healing anointing has been in my hand. And so uh, I want to lay hands on people and I want to do it based on the particular gift or endowment that God uses with me. Now, Thursday night, we'll lay hands on everyone and anyone who needs healing that did not receive it in a previous service. And uh, we'll do that for everyone because a particular endowment deals with a particular condition. And, um, but the anointing deals with every condition. The anointing deals with every condition. So Thursday night, we'll minister under that anointing to every condition. But tonight, I seem to be prompted, at least in this part of the service, to deal with those who may have the conditions. So what, on Sunday night, I called out healings by the word of knowledge. This is not what I'm doing tonight. This is not the word of knowledge. This, this is me knowing what endowment God has put upon my life to minister to people. Amen. And so I'm going to call this out and somebody may not even answer. They may not have that particular need. And that would be perfectly appropriate because I'm not doing this by word of knowledge. I'm doing it by endowment. Does that make sense? If it's a word of knowledge, somebody's going to be present who needs that. Or somebody may be watching by live stream who needs that. Somebody who has access to this service. God is addressing that. But this endowment is not the word of knowledge. Okay. So um, I noticed that my husband, when he would minister to the sick by different endowments that were on his life, some of those, number one, was a heart conditions. Um, and he said to me one time, he said, God is giving you the endowment to deal with heart conditions. And then in 2013, he went home to be with the Lord in October 
of 2013. In February of 2013, I was conducting a service at a ladies' conference, and he happened to attend because he never wanted to miss a service. So he was there with me, and in that service, he called me out and he said, God is giving you an endowment to deal with those, minister to those who have metal rods, plates, or screws. And I noticed, I said, now God, that's the second endowment that he operated under that now you're saying is gonna operate through me. Why are you duplicating? Because in a marriage, it makes sense to let some, the, the husband deal with certain conditions and another, the wife maybe deal with others. Why duplicate? And of course, within a few months, he'd go home to be with the Lord. And God had already redistributed that in that, those endowments. So that, because uh, they're, not, they're not for heaven, they're for the earth. No use them going to heaven. <laughs> and so... Tonight, I want to minister with those endowments. So there are several more that I will call out, but I'll start with heart conditions. So anyone with heart conditions, like I said, I'm not calling this out by word of knowledge. So there may not be anyone here that needs what I'm calling out. But if you have a heart condition, that would include high blood, high blood pressure, anything to deal with the heart. So if you would come up here, if that's you, and we'll minister to you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you'll just move this real quick, guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, even though ministering by an endowment, faith still needs to be operating. So anyone who will answer what I'm calling for tonight, still come up here ready to release your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Congregation members, extend your faith. Let them know. You know, if you were up here with these needs, you'd want people to be interested in your well-being, wouldn't you? Amen. And so let's release our faith with them. Hallelujah. For you, love, what is it that you have with your heart? High blood pressure, yeah. Father, we thank you. Oh, there it goes in you, love, right there, whole in Jesus' name. We speak to that blood pressure, be normal. What about you, love? Same thing, yeah. Speak to that. Behold, in Jesus' name. We thank you. It went in you. There it went in you. Yeah, hallelujah. Brother Alex, is this for relative or? Yeah. Father, we thank you that as we lay hands on this cloth, that that anointing goes in. And when it, this cloth is laid upon the body of that one in need, that anointing will go into their body and cause and work a cure and healing. And we thank you that if there's a presence of an evil spirit, it'll drive it out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Now the next thing I want to call out is anyone with metal rods, plates, or screws, and we'll minister to you. We had a young man when we were ministering in Kentucky just a few months ago. I called for that and he came up and I said, where do you have 
any metal in you? He said, all over. I said, what do you mean all over? All over my head, my shoulders, my hips, my, my spine, my neck, everywhere. My feet, my hands, my wrists, everywhere. And he had uh, been on a bicycle and got hit by a truck head on. And then uh, a couple of years later, was in a severe car accident. And uh, that service, he started doing things his body wouldn't have allowed him to do normally. And we were in the back room and they were serving a meal to us. And one of the ladies that was back there serving was just standing along the wall and just weeping and weeping, weeping. I said, Pastor, what's the matter with her? And said, that was her son that got healed in the service. And so how many of you know God has spare body parts? Why? Because he knows that people will break things and mishandle things or something will happen. And every good manufacturer has spare parts with their product. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 You got filled with the Holy Ghost the other night. Hallelujah. And you've been speaking in tongues at different times since then. You ever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Where, where do you have metal, love? Screws in your ankle. Yes. Uh huh. And it's been giving me a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble in pain with that. Just stiffness or pain or? It's pain. That's why I'm wearing my tennis shoes today. Uh huh. Today uh huh. Really yeah. Father, we thank every. Uh. Father, we thank you. Wholeness in Jesus' name. We thank you. 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 Just move that around. Move that around. We're not checking to see if it worked. We're giving action to that. Hallelujah. 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 Was there pain to do that? To move your... Is there, is there not, not really any pain? Just... No, not right now. Now, would there have been pain? Yeah, it would have. Yeah. Is there a pain now? No. No? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. People say, well, what does God do? Does he remove it? Sometimes. Sometimes he just causes it to perform just like a bone. We don't really care how he does it. Amen. We just want total freedom. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anything else you couldn't do or something that would have put stress or pain to that if you... Only I'm limping because it's been hurting. Yeah. Uh, us ladies and be needing our heels. <laughs> if you if you walked around, could you tell that 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 there would have been pain? No pain. No pain. No pain. Come up and down steps. Up and down. Just go up and down. Up and down. Hallelujah. No pain. Would there have been pain in doing that? There would have. But there's no pain now. Hallelujah. Isn't he wonderful? He's so wonderful. It's a, it's a good week for you, sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We rejoice with you. Hallelujah. Let's rejoice. Thank you, Jesus. We rejoice. We rejoice. It matters to us. It matters to us that her foot is pain-free. It matters to us. We don't have to know her for it matters because we're fitly joined together with one another. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How about you run up and down that aisle? Let's see you run up and down that We enjoy, we, we delight in it. Right, run, run. Look at her. Is that a run? It feels good? It feels great. It feels great. It does. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, love. What about you? Uh, my dad, he's got two hips, two knees, and a shoulder. Two hips, two knees, and a shoulder, your dad. Is he here local? No, or he's, he's New Mexico. He's in New Mexico, so you'll be able to send this to him and tell him what that means, that when he receives this, release his faith for that anointing. Hallelujah. What's his name? His name's Tommy Escobar. Tommy. Father, we thank you that you have spare parts for Brother Tommy. And we believe you, Father, for that anointing that when it goes into this tie, this cloth, and his son sends it to him, Father, that he'll be encouraged, that his faith will be quickened, that he'll release his faith, that that anointing that's in this tie will go into his body. It'll drive out pain. It'll make wholeness his future. And we thank you, Father, for restoring to his body and making him whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What about you, Miss Karen? I have a rod in my ankle. A rod in your ankle. And I haven't worn heels. You haven't worn heels in forever. So did you see I used to be a shoe deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have pain with that at all? Uh-huh. Yeah, it has it just has a, a a a it passes that effect on. Father, we thank you. We thank you for wholeness. We thank you every bit, every bit, every bit whole in Jesus name. Every bit of her body perfectly aligned. Every bit of the pain gone, every bit of the stiffness. Wholeness in Jesus name. What about you, love? A co-worker that has bolts in his jaws. Yeah. You know, you need your jaws so much, not with bolts in them, you know? Thank God for what they do for us, but thank God God has a better remedy, doesn't he? It's called wholeness. Father, we thank you for... Father, thank you for Jane. She's so, so interested in the well-being of those that she comes in contact with. And I thank you for blessing her for her love and her obedience to you. Now, Father, we lay hands on this cloth and we thank you that that healing anointing, that miracle anointing goes into this cloth and when it's laid upon the body of that one, that his mouth will be whole, his jaw will be whole, free from pain. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What you got, Miss Ramona? A, a Sagan? A failed dental one, yeah. Father, we thank you that you are so interested in every detail of our bodies, every detail. And so we thank you, Father, that when this cloth is laid upon them, that creative power will go in and make that dental area completely whole. In Jesus' name, we believe you for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, love. What about you, love? What, are you, what about you? No speak English. Somebody, uh... Here come Pastor Blanca. She needs a cloth for someone? A friend of hers that it's her niece. Her niece. Is it knee replacements? Uh, 
one of them needs to be replaced. Yeah. And the other one hurts a lot. Yeah. Do we have the one that has the scriptures on them? Because if we mail these out, sometimes people aren't aware of the word, what the word says about that. So we have this. Just give me your hand, love. Father, we thank you that as this cloth is laid upon the body of that sick one, we thank you that that miracle anointing will go in and work a cure, work, work wholeness. In Jesus' name. And all the pain, go. All the difficulty, go. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, love. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody here uh, uh, arthritis? Arthritis. Come up here and we'll minister to you. Praise the Lord. Arthritis. It can be rheumatoid arthritis, anything that would be arthritic. Like I said, this isn't by word of knowledge, so it may not be that someone's here. Is it for you? Okay, Father, we thank you. Where is it, love? Uh huh. In the back and stuff, yeah. Father, we thank you. Uh, we thank you. Every bit of that arthritis, broken up, leave the body, dry up in Jesus' name. We thank you for complete liberty, free from pain in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miss Chastity, I love hearing you, gal. Praise the Lord. Where where do you have arthritis? Your hips. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Oh, ah, in Jesus' name. Every bit of that arthritis, leave her body in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Any Anyone with... Uh, eye conditions, anything to do with the eyes, vision, anything to do with the eyes. It could be some kind of deteriorated condition, anything to do with the eyes. Come up here and we'll minister to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Congregation, still just reach, reach out your, your hands this way as a sign that you're extending and releasing your faith. Amen. With these. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for wholeness. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. Eyes healed in Jesus' name. Those eyes healed. Huh? What is this about a call? <laughs> what is this that God has put in your heart long, long ago and the enemy has tried to derail it? <laughs> Gain clarity of it. Gain clarity of it and obey Him in what he has for you. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you for wholeness in Jesus' name. Those eyes healed 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 in Jesus' name. Mashtakaya. 
Clarity for your steps for the future, Miss Sharon. Clarity for your steps for the future. And the steps that he's going to show you, it's going to help you regain lost steps. And I don't know how to say it other than that, but steps that were, that should have been taken, that it'll help recapture what was to be fulfilled in those steps. Uh, so no, 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 not troubled at all. Not troubled about anything lost. He knows how to restore it. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. Those eyes healed uh, in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for a healing anointing. Ah, increase in the healing anointing. Increase in the healing anointing upon him. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for a 30% increase in the healing anointing upon his life. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. Mashtakaya. I, I don't know what this is. He's going to speak to you about something, about your future, about steps to take. Make sure you don't add your own thinking into it. Make sure you don't add anything into it. Take the steps he specifies and don't adjust it by your thinking. Accurate. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. Just do it exactly the way he said. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And the way you can miss that is if you mentally handle that. If you mentally try to figure it out. If you mentally try to calculate steps, it'll add the mind into it. Keep it, keep it just with what comes out of your spirit. Pray it out in the Holy Ghost. Pray it out in the Holy Ghost. Don't figure it out in your mind. Or it'll abort and it will hinder and affect those steps. <laughs> we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Now, I don't, come here, brother. I don't know how to say it other to you than this. There has to be some more training and experience at hearing him. So that uh, everyone has to go through that. Everyone has to. You have to develop and mature and gain experience with hearing. But there's more experience needed before you start saying, this is what he said. Does that make sense to you? I'm talking about steps for your future. There needs to be some more time to have success at hearing him. Some experience of hearing him before you start making big life-changing uh, decisions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just loving him does not equal experience. Just wanting to fulfill what he says does not equal experience. There, that only comes with time. It comes with getting out of here and learning how to function out of here. So he's going to give you that time. So don't be in a rush. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody here dealing with depression, just fear, tormented by fear. Now, I will say this. Depression comes to everyone. Fear comes to everyone. But I'm talking about someone who seemingly cannot get on the other side of that by themselves. You need help getting to the other side of that. Come up here and we'll minister to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Congregation, reach your hands out this way. Father, we thank you. Your power. Free by your power. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know, I wanted to say something to those who I ministered to about your eyes. There was one particular woman that I ministered to her and she said, I couldn't tell after you ministered to me that my eyes were any different. And she said, but I just kept saying, thank you, Father, that my eyes are whole. She said, I said that for a year. And she said, at the end of a year, they came. What am I saying? I can't promise anyone instant healing, but I can promise everyone healing. It is not your job to have an instant manifestation. It's your job to believe. It's your job to believe. Amen. It's your job to walk out of this place and say, I believe that power is working in me. Amen. Keep the switch of faith turned on is what Dad Hagen taught us. Hallelujah. Now, as I said, that tangible healing anointing was in my hand for a good part of the day. Dad Hagen in 1950 was in Rockwall, Texas. They were having a tent meeting, but there had come heavy rains that day. So people couldn't get there. Uh, the roads were bad and it was such a heavy rain, people stayed in. And there were about 40 people that came that night, so he just turned it into a prayer meeting. And they all began to pray. And when Brother Hagen, while he was praying, he heard a voice say, come up hither, come up to the throne of God. And he found himself standing before Jesus in heaven. And Jesus said to him, stretch out your hands in front of me. And he did. And Jesus touched the palm of each of his hands and the palms of his hands began to burn like he was holding a hot coal. And Jesus said to him, when you sense that anointing, leave your hand and go into their body, then you know they're healed. Now listen to that. When you sense that anointing, leave your hand and go into their body, then you know they're healed. He didn't say when their body changes, then you know they're healed. He didn't say when they feel better, then you know they're healed. He didn't say when pain leaves, then you know they're healed. He said, when you sense that anointing, leave your hand and go into their body, then you know they're healed. So Jesus said, the anointing going in equals healing. Now get that statement. The anointing going in equals healing. That's what the renewed mind thinks. The anointing went in, therefore I'm healed. Because, see, the natural mind says, well, the body doesn't feel any different. No, 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 no. You're not healed because the body feels different. You're healed because the anointing went in. Well, do you have scripture for that? Isaiah. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So when the anointing goes in, the word says, 
that yoke's destroyed. It's your, you're authorized to say that yoke is destroyed because the anointing went in. Amen. We don't check our bodies to see if we're healed. Let me tell you why. The healing doesn't originate with your body. The healing originates with God and his power and the word. It flows into your spirit, through your spirit, into your body. Amen. It does not start with the body. You don't check the body because the body's not the source or the author of that healing. You check the source. The anointing goes in. That anointing says I'm healed. Amen. So I'm saying that to say this, to get you out of the mental arena, to get you out of the arena of feeling. Well, what do I feel? No, it's what do you believe? What do you know about the word? Amen. You can be seated if you would. Except, OJ, come here. Give me your hands. Stay with the plan. Stay with the plan. Stay with the plan because in the plan is the fullness. In the plan is your future. In the plan is success. Stay with the plan. Don't let anything pull you away from the plan. And let anybody who doesn't love the plan be upset with you if they need to. You love the plan. Value the plan. Don't lay, don't lay anything of the plan aside for anybody, anyone, any circumstance, any test, any situation is not worthy of laying down the plan for. So Father, we thank you for light. Light of the plan. Light to come. Light revelation to come to him. Clarity of the plan. We thank you, Father. 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 Ah, I love something that Buddy Harrison, who was Dad Hagen's son-in-law, made this statement. He said, God can pull you through anything. And then I love what he said, if you can stand the pull. (laughs) Meaning you're going to feel some things. That's all right. That, just stay with it. Just stay with it. I mean, it doesn't matter what, what's been missed. It doesn't matter what should have been done. It doesn't matter what should have been different. Just stay with it and God will pull you through. But just don't let go. Just don't let go of what's in your heart. Don't let go. doesn't matter how things press on you. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Stand the pull. Stand the pull. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Anybody else ever felt that pull? Meaning, I, and Ed used to say it this way. He said, uh, uh, it's, it, the, the, the plan of God is like a hook, like a, you know, you go fishing and you hook that thing. If, it'll just keep reeling you through, reeling you through. If you'll just stay with God's plan, it'll keep reeling you through past, past obstacles, past circumstances. Hallelujah, just stay with the plan. Hallelujah. Your life has a plan authored by heaven attached to it. You were born for a purpose. Amen. To fulfill his plan. And everything else 
is subpar. Everything else is less than that plan. Don't lay anything down of God's plan to keep anybody else happy. I so appreciate that about my husband, that he so valued the plan of God that he wouldn't lay it down for anyone. And that's the kind of person you want. And that's the kind of mindset you have to have. Because there's going to come lots of opportunities to get relief. Don't go after relief, go after victory. So many people will quit just to get relief. They'll lay down. I'm not looking for relief. I'm, I, I, I want it all. I want it all, 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 all. So love, pray out in the Holy Ghost. Pray it out to get clarity of what he has on that call that I spoke to you about. I don't know what all that is, but he'll let you know. Okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, I was going to talk to you about something and I let that slip. So let's just, let's worship the Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for that healing power. It's not appropriate to receive something from Jesus and then just treat, be casual about that. Remember the 10 lepers? They cried out from a, from a distance. Jesus had mercy on us. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were healed. And what did it say? When one saw that he was healed, he turned back. It says that they were healed. That means the process of leprosy stopped, right? But when the one saw that he was healed, he turned back. He, he just couldn't keep living, the, keep going the way he was going after he had received something like that. So he retraced his steps back to Jesus. And it says that he fell at his feet and worshiped him. And when he did, Jesus said, where are the nine? Jesus was expecting them to adjust their journey based on what they received. But they just kept living life as usual. And Jesus expected all of them to come back. Now you have to wonder, did the devil say to him, well, only one got healed? Jesus knew that wasn't the case. And so it says that to that one that fell down and worshiped, he said, your faith has made you whole. The others were healed. He was made whole. That means body parts put back. Jesus called his faith worship. His worship was faith is what Jesus called it. And so in doing that, he's made whole. It's not appropriate to receive something and not ever acknowledge. Amen. So let's do that. We acknowledge. Thank you for that healing power. Thank you for that miracle power that's been ministered tonight. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. I want to read something, and I'm not going to preach a sermon tonight, but I do want to refer to something that we were talking about on Sunday night when God said it's time for miracles. He's letting us know what we need to be emphasizing because that's what he's emphasizing. It's always time for miracles. But by stating that, he's letting us know there's going to be an emphasis on it. And I want to read to you something that Dad Hagen recorded in his book called I Believe in Visions. It says, as Jesus said that this was the last great revival, and he went on to say, regarding that last great revival that we're in, all the gifts of the Spirit will be in operation in the church in these last days. And the church will do greater things than even the days of the early church. It will have greater power. Listen to that. Greater power, signs and wonders. So we could say greater power, greater signs, greater wonders. Then we're recorded in the Acts of the Apostles. He said, we have seen and experienced many healings, but we will now behold amazing miracles that have not been seen before. Amen. Now this is what Jesus said. Meaning this, they're not recorded in the Bible. There's no precedence for it in the Bible. But yet, it's still God working. And then he would remind us, Dad Hagen would, that Jesus did things that were never recorded in the Old Testament. And just because it wasn't recorded didn't mean it wasn't God. And Jesus continued and said, more and more miracles will be performed in the last days which are just ahead for it is time for the gift of the working of miracles. You see, in September 2019, I didn't know this passage yet that Brother Hagen had recorded, and he said it's time for miracles. That's exactly what he told Dad Hagen in yeah. this. Then he made this statement. Many of my own people will not accept the moving of my spirit and will turn back and will not be ready to meet me at my coming. Many will be deceived by false prophets and miracles of satanic origin. But follow the word, follow the spirit of God and me, and you will not be deceived. I am gathering my own together and preparing them for the time is short. Hallelujah. So he says he's gathering his own, look at this, and preparing them. What's that mean? Training them. Training them. We're part of that. He's talking about us. I said he's talking about us. He's preparing us. Training us. Hallelujah. So you take what you receive and become a student of it. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm thrilled to be alive at this point in time. This point in time this point in time and I'm going to be a good student what about you and do our part 
so that we can cooperate with God. Hallelujah. Do our part. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you, Father. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. How many of you that I laid hands on tonight that you can already tell a difference? Raise your hand in some aspect of it. You can tell a difference with, in, what, in what area? Yeah, that heat just went all over. You're, yeah, because it, it's working. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Stand with me to your feet. Father, we're so grateful. We're so grateful that you have brought us to this hour and this time. And we'll move with you and we'll consecrate ourselves to what this era calls for. We set aside the unimportant. We set aside that which would not enhance us in our race. Things that not necessarily wrong, but they're a distraction. We set those things aside because our whole interest is your plan in this hour. Thank you for the greatness of your plan. It's your plan we hunger for. It's your plan for our lives that we're interested in. Thank you for your plan. Father, we lay aside everything that we've calculated. We lay aside everything that we've formulated. And we say we only want your plan. We only want your plan. We only want your plan. In your plan is where the fullness of your blessings reside. And so we thank you for bringing us into the fullness of your plan. Thank you for that 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 plan. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you for that plan. We're so hungry for your plan. So hungry for your will. So hungry. And your plan is the blessings, the miracles, the healings. And your plan is the abundance. We thank you for your plan. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you for it. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it. We're so, so grateful. We're so, so grateful. We give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father.
We thank you, Father. There has to come a resolution, a consecration in ourselves that we say, I'm willing to let someone else be displeased with me if they don't love the plan the way I love the plan. Because the plan of God sometimes will separate things. Separate people. And not that we are trying to divide something, but we're going with the plan. And if you're going with the plan, you're welcome. But if you're not going with the plan, I'm not staying behind for you. I'm not staying behind for you. Not staying behind. Not staying behind. People and situations can threaten you that if you don't do what they want. And uh, I'm thinking of one person years and years ago in particular came to our church and they had attended a church, if I could say this was um, a nice church, but not every church, if I could say this, if you're not supposed to be there, it's not going to prepare you for what you're born for. You just have to be where God told you to be. So this woman was in her 50s and you sensed the hand of the Lord on her for that there was a call that God had something specific for her, whether it's fivefold or whatever. And Ed had ministered to her about that but they had been attending a church that if I could say this was, um, how do you say it, more of a social type thing to where they were there for their friends and there for social reasons rather than for spiritual reasons. And uh, when she got to our church, it was just like she had gotten in from out of a desert to she found the water and she, she, was refreshed and she was like a new person but her husband uh, wasn't as interested in spiritual things he was still holding to the social side of what church was for him and uh, she was in our church for a period of time and her husband came for a time but you could tell he just wasn't hungry And our church is the type, it's like, if you want to go somewhere, come on. But if you don't, you're probably going to get drugged. And then you're going to get tired of getting drugged and you're going to get up and walk off. Because we're going. We're going on with God. We're just going on. Whatever he says, we're going on. And so he, uh, he just wasn't interested in that you know, that direction. And so he said to her, he said, we're leaving the church. She says, well, I'm not. I have finally found the place that's nourishing me. And he says, no, we're leaving. She says, I'm not. And he said, if you don't, I'm divorcing you. And she came to me and told me that. And I said, she said, what I do? I said, call his bluff. It's a bluff. And it's control and manipulation. So she did. She left with him. 
and within a couple of years, she's dead. Why? Because he tried to, he pulled her out of the church to try to keep her for himself and lost her. Things you compromise. Any part of the plan that you lay down to hold on to something, you're going to lose. The plan is how you hold on to everything good. The plan is how you hold on to everything good. And if someone's not happy with you because you went with the plan, you just stick out with the plan. It'll circle back around. That one day you'll be able to rescue them because you're in the plan. Amen. And if they don't want it, that's fine. But you have to, you have to be more interested in whether God is pleased rather than people you know or people that are close to you are pleased because they didn't save you. They didn't deliver you. They didn't heal you. They didn't give you something worth living for. When my husband left the earth, the plan for my life didn't leave the earth. My husband was part of the plan for a period of time, but he was not the plan. You understand? So whoever exits your life, the plan didn't. Stay with the plan. Value the plan. Honor the plan. Your wholeness is in the plan. Your financial abundance is in the plan. Outside of the plan, God will bless you as far as he can. But there won't be fullness in outside of the plan. The fullness is in the plan. I said the fullness is in the plan. You understand that? The fullness is in the plan. Brother Daniel, come here. The fullness, that's for you. The fullness is in the fullness is in the plan. We thank you, Father. We thank you for clarity. Clarity and understanding within for the plan. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. The earth needs the plan. The earth doesn't need your plan. The earth needs his plan through you. You can see the earth is full of people's plans. And we've got all kinds of conditions in the earth because people are working their plan. But the earth needs the plan of God that's on your life. It needs it. This community where you live needs the plan of God flowing through your life. Amen. Clarity of the plan. Let's just lift up our hands. Brother Daniel, it's very, very important because the plan is so got power attached to it there's power attached to it pray pray it out in the spirit not to say you don't pray more there's some more to get into it there's praying in the spirit that's going to have to if I could say an emphasis of praying in the spirit for that haven't you ever sensed in your heart that there's coming a change for your life have you ever sensed that I mean at different times in your life you can sense it's a change Maybe it's a, sometimes a bigger change, sometimes not as big a change, but you can sense the change. 
when you're sensing that, it's not so you can say, I sense a change and keep doing what you're doing. When you sense that, it's because it's calling for you to pray that out or you won't move into that change that you sense. The change you sense, you'll not get into automatically. The change, you're sensing it because you're going to have to do something to cooperate with that change. And the first thing and primary thing to do is pray in the Spirit so that you can get clarity of the change you're sensing. Without clarity of the change you're sensing, you'll miss the change. You understand that? You'll miss the change. That you, Even though you sense it, you'll still miss it without the clarity of it. Praying in the Spirit. And I don't care who you are. That's just part of how we, how we go further in what God has for us. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but in this time of miracles, I pr- I'm, 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 I'm committing to pray more in the Spirit. Because we can't get into it without it. Hallelujah. Are you helped tonight? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We so honor this time together, Father. We so value this time together with your word, your spirit, with one another. We're so grateful for what this setting has offered us, what your plan for these meetings has held for us. We're so grateful. We so, so appreciate it. We so, so appreciate it, Father. Grant, you have a microphone there with you. Just give me the handheld. Thank you. Here, Pastor Noel, you got something coming. Just follow what's in your heart. Thank you, Father. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, praise the Lord. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Lord. I'll, I'll say that. Last night, uh, meeting, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. Uh, I know the plan. I'll take her and I will show it to you because the plan of the Father, you can't see it in the natural. But I am in the Spirit. I will tell you everything. Mm-hmm. If you spend time with me, I'll tell you everything that you cannot see. But you will know it by the Spirit of seeing and knowing. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, uh, there's three things that uh, God put in my heart in the, in the amplified version of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, things that he prepared for them that love him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it says there uh, that love him is the one that affectionately, I mean reverence him. That's one. For you to hear the plan of God. First, it said there, affectionately love him. I need the amplifier. I'm not trying to preach, but uh, he, he put this in my spirit because you have to understand that uh, the Bible said, uh, per Ephesians 4, that, uh, the, amen, for the, the maturity, you know, the Bible ministry gift was given, amen, so that there will be a maturity. Yes. Which is training maturity, maturity in our spirit. And then before the work of the ministry. Yeah. And in Revelations 2, Pastor made mention of that in our meeting, Holy Ghost meeting. He said, uh, I know your works. 
and then, but now you forgot your first love. Yeah. They're still working the ministry, but they forgot the maturity. And the, all the things that you have heard tonight, uh, the prophecy given by pastor to some uh, uh, brother Daniel and to some of you, uh, brother Andrew, uh, it applies to every one of us. Uh, we pastor may not teach us, but there's a teaching tonight that we have to know. All of us has God as a plan for all of us. But it will not take effect until you know. You got to hear from yeah. the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And I know Pastor was telling that to spend time in the Spirit. Amen. You lay hold of those things. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. What is eternal life? In the Spirit. In the Spirit. Yeah. In the Spirit. Your eternal life is not just going to heaven. It's your life. All the plans of the Father that's eternal, you got to be in the Spirit to know it. The Holy Ghost is in the Spirit. Come boldly in the throne. Where's the throne? In the Spirit, which is in our spirit. The, and uh, I, I'm not going to teach you, but this is the thing that uh, God said, so we can hear from God. Amen. You can hear from God. That sister has a call, but she missed it went with the wrong plan and died uh, two years after that. God didn't kill her. The devil did because she missed the plan. The plan, her life, even her natural life is connected to that divine plan. But she didn't lay hold of it. It doesn't matter if 10 people prophesied to you. But if you don't lay hold of that plan, you don't fight the good fight of faith, you don't get into the spirit this is the training that we're having tonight. How to get into the spirit. Amen. It will accelerate the plan. In the spirit is where the Holy Spirit that knows everything. And he will tell you. He called it revelation. There will be no revelation without the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's not hard. Praise God. So first thing is. What he said is, you have to reverence God. Every day of your life. Yeah. Daily, reverence Him. Worship Him. Why? Because when you worship Him, you get into the Spirit. Yeah. Amen. 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 You get it. You just worship, Father, I worship you. And, and I <laughs> Amen. Now, don't, don't. Follow my lead. I, I've been doing this every day. Because I need this. Yes. Yeah. Well, you are in the ministry. That's not the first. The first is my love for Him. Because love is maturity. Love, peace, and joy. All those, the nine fruits, is the maturity of our spirit. Amen. You can flow in the gifts. But if you don't mature... You lose the gift. You lose the plan. Amen? Amen? Because in that love, God might tell you, quit the job. God might tell you, quit this. Quit the, fulfill this. You know, in that love. So you reverence God. And then secondly, it was said there, promptly obeying Him. Promptly. Not in a big thing sometimes. He'll tell you small things. 
promptly obeying. Some of you promptly obey God to come here. Hallelujah. And the third thing is, recognize all the things that he had bestowed. Like that, 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 that man that was healed. He came back. He came back to worship. He came back to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, to thank him for the benefits that he bestowed in his life. When you do those three things in life, every day of your life, Amen. Every day of your life, we began to hear from God. That's what he said there. You love him first. Then you must in me stock up on this and the glory shall be kinder. The glory shall be kinder. The glory must get here. Oh glory, Shakin end of Sopra Kasteya. Ha Oh Mostuku. The glory shall Oh my, the glory shall, and this place will, the glory, and this church, ha, huh, not only in this church, but this church, I'm talking about all of you. Akoshika and the glory. Maskide hiyado, the glory. Halagoshikan eyato. Oh, dagoshi. Oh, oh, ha, 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 Come on, put your hand, my hand. We're going to lay hold of the plan as an example. Amen. You pray with me. If I pray in the spirit, you pray in the spirit. Amen. Shika, thank you for your plan for my, my brother. Thank you for that plan. Yeah, thank you for that plan. Thank you for the plan. Thank you for that plan. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you got a burden. You got a burden, the plan. Once you birth it, nobody can take it away from you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just got a uh, impartation of the spirit. A prayer. Right? <laughs> Do that every day. And the clarity will be there. And it will be easy to lay down things that is not the part of the plan. It will be easy. Because there's a help. The Holy Ghost. Pray with me, folks. Let's lay hold of that plan. For, for your life. Father, thank you for that plan. Oh, shaka na bahaya. Yeah. Say that to yourself. Father, I'm laying hold of your plan for me. Shika. Oh, shika. And then pray in the Holy Ghost. Akushika devsha. Thank you for your plan. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, ho. Oh, ho. 
Some of you, there's joy flowing from your spirit while you lay. Joy it. Flow that, let that flow, joy flow. Hokish, a good story, can it must go? Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Pastor, now is the deeper flow now. It's the deeper flow. After this meeting, there'll be a deeper flow. Oh, deeper flow of that plant, Pastor. The deeper flow. Oh, my Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, in the deeper flow is the miracles, the signs, wonders. Oh, the, the, the heart be hot to go stay. Oh, the ho, ho, ha, ha, the healing anointing. Oh, my Lord. Ha. Oh, oh, my Lord. Ha, the healing anointings. Oh my Lord, how good she in the oh my God, oh the sick, oh the glory, oh the sick, the he, oh, the innumerable angels, innumerable in numbers that. Oh my Lord, huh? oh my God, Father, thank you. Oh, 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 the glory, the glory, the glory, oh, God's glory, in God's glory, in God's glory is increased, in God's glory is, is, is miracles, it, it's in the glory, it's in the glory. That's the, the glory of God. Oh my God. It's the glory of God. It is time. This is the greater glory. The time of the latter rain. The time of the outpouring of that rain. Oh, it's where the miracles. The miracles. Oh, the greatness. Oh, the, the gifts of the Spirit. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa, the glory, the glory. Yeah, 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 you'll see the glory. You'll see the glory. When you see people healed, that's the glory of God. Oh, not only the manifestation of His cloud, but the manifestation, the manifestation of all those miracles. That's the glory of God, the glory of God. When he looked at the heaven and the multiplication of the, he saw the glory. He saw the glory. He saw the glory of the Father and the glory. And I thank God for the glory. And that glory caused the multiplication, caused the increase, is in the glory. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the greatness of your plan. The greatness of your plan. Can I tell you this? God never formulated a plan that wasn't great. The plan for your life is great. Don't think that, well, because it doesn't look like that person's or that person. Your, the plan for your life that he has authored is great. Amen. Because anything less than great is not worthy of him. He is great. And everything that flows out of him is, is it, it's got that, it's kissed with greatness. If I could say it that way. Hallelujah. Don't lay down the greatness of his plan for something that's not great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's an honor to pray that out for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of a pastor 
Well, before he started pastoring, God showed him something. He was praying in the Spirit one day, and God showed him train tracks that as he would pray, another track of train would be laid. Another section would be laid. Every time he prayed, another section, another section, another section. And then the train was God's plan that it could move forward once he prayed it out. But see, if without praying it out, the plan couldn't move forward. So while you praying it out, that is laying the track so his plan can move forward. Because he has a plan, but he, he won't work it apart from you because without you, he doesn't have your permission. And he's not, just, he's not just running his plan down your life without your permission. Right? And so by us cooperating and praying in the Spirit, we're giving permission for his plan to move forward in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. So what's that mean for you? Take time to pray in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And what a privilege. What a privilege. Learn to do it in your car. Learn to do it, of course, at home and privately. But don't limit it to a private setting. You can do it under your breath if you're around people. Don't do it in a way that draws attention to yourself or makes you look odd when you're around people. Because that's not wisdom to, to put something on display in front of people who don't have any value for it. But you can do it to your, under your breath quietly. You can't, pray, you can't pray in the Spirit silently. You can't do without moving your mouth. There has to, it, it's, these are utterances, they're not thoughts. You can't think in tongues. You do have to give utterance to it. You do have to give utterance to it, but that utterance can be done quietly. It doesn't have to be loud. But learn to give it a, make it a flow of your everyday life because your, the greatness of what he has for you is connected to it. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you tonight for, for your plan for this service. We say we'll not be the same. We'll not be the same. But we thank you for it. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you don't want to miss tomorrow night and Thursday night because who knows what's going to happen? The Holy Ghost knows. That's who. So we want to come and find out what he knows. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody before you're dismissed and say, I love the plan of God. And you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.